Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Over the next couple of weeks, I'm going to be looking at my best 17s for each club leading into 2021. And I thought today, uh, if you stay tuned this afternoon on the NRL Roast page, I'm going to be going on there and doing a Q&A for the Canberra Raiders. So I thought it's a good afternoon to kick off with my Canberra Raiders best 1-17. to 17. So I'll be dropping this on the Instagram page. I'll be dropping this on the podcast that you're listening to now, of course, whilst I'm doing that Q&A. So for the Canberra Raiders, I've spoken about them a little bit this offseason, and I think their depth is amazing. I mean, I've got a, a fantastic 1-17 to 17 in front of me. Then I've got a list of another 10 guys that are first grade ready that can't make this team that I think would walk into a lot of sides in the NRL. So it's a really impressive squad. And for Ricky Stewart, I'm going to start at the back. I Obviously, Charles Nickel clockstead he's been their fullback for a couple of years. Um, for me, he's not that sort of top shelf fullback, to be honest with you. I'm not sure if he's in the top seven fullbacks in the game. For me, he's not, but he just seems to be perfect for the Canberra Raiders. He's a guy that plays well above his weight. He's a guy that plays with passion, and it's exactly what Ricky Stewart needs from his fullback. Um, I don't think he's got the skill set of other fullbacks in the game, but you could never knock Chance Nickel Clockstead, his attitude and his passion for the Canberra Raiders, so he will be the fullback for as long as he wants, in my opinion. On the wings, I've gone for Jordan Rapano. He'll be playing on the right wing. They had him at centre last year. Far from impressive for me. I thought he was really caught out on a lot of occasions. He's a, he's an out-and-out winger for me. So Rapana, he'd be on the wing for me. Uh, a fantastic winger at that. But whilst I add, I mean, I, I just don't think centre is his gig. On the other wing, Bailey Simonson. He's sort of been the left-out man over the last... You know, a year or two, he sort of was, I think he was on the bench in that grand final and then a couple of injuries last year from memory. He's just been floating around. I think this is the year that he goes really good. Uh, in the centres, they pick themselves. Jared Croker on the left side. It's been his best two seasons, Jared Croker. He has dropped off a little bit, but, um, you know, still the captain, still a leader in this team, still a, you know, a premier centre in our game. I just don't think he's been as good as what he has been, but... Same as Curtis Scott. I mean, he arrived here from Melbourne with high regards. Defensively, I thought he was really average last year. I was a little bit disappointed with him. He obviously had a lot of dramas going on last year. So these are two guys that I think they had down seasons last year. I think with a fresh start, 
and everything. I'm really excited for these two. I'm excited to see how, how they come out in 2021. I'm sure Ricky Stewart would have had a word to both of them. And, you know, there would have been all the cards put on the table that 2020 wasn't the season either of them wanted. And I'm really excited to see where these two go. And the best thing about these two is that they, they've got some young guys that are going to be hunting them for these jerseys. They've got Tomoko, who I think is ready to be a first-grade center right now. They've got Harley Smith-Shields, another guy who I think is ready. Sebastian Chris is another really talented guy still in their squad. So if they're not performing or if they are injured, there will be young guys that will come in that I think will do a really good job. So that, that little bit of added pressure, you could see the very best out of these two once again. For me, the halves, they pick themselves. Jack Wyden coming off his Daly M medal-winning season. Um... I heard Ricky Stewart say the other day that his mission for uh, season 2021 is to make Jack White in the 5-8 of the New South Wales Blues, which at the moment, I mean, there are a lot of really good sixes running around, but, it, you know, that jersey is open. They've just lost the series. If Jack White could put together another season like he just had, um, you know, he obviously controversially won the Dalian medal. Personally, I think Nathan Cleary should have got it based on the regular season, but I, I, I don't think Jack White didn't have a good enough season that you could tell me he did not deserve it. Yeah, I think he played really good footy, and I don't think he was undeserving of it. I think there was other guys that just deserved it more, but a fantastic season for Jack White and one of the most dangerous running games in our comp, and, you know, the the modern game, it is heading towards guys with running games like he's really excited for Jack White, and the, the guy I'm most excited about in this team, though, is George Williams. I think we've just scratched the surface of his ability. I think 2021 is going to be a massive one for him. I'm going to talk about him more over the next few weeks when it comes to Supercoach Draft, but this is a kid I'm really excited for. I think you're going to see the very best out of him. I think he'll be close to a good shout for the Dally M halfback of the year, to be honest with you. I think he's going to have a huge season. I think he's going to... I, I, I think last year, you, you, you just saw the start of his ability, but from the stuff I've seen him in, in, in England, I've been watching a couple of tapes over the last few days and talking to people, and I really think he's got a lot more to offer. He's found his feet now, and the thing that impressed me the most about George Williams in 2020 was that... You know, he didn't have his big days out against the shit teams. He showed up for the Melbourne, for the Roosters, these sort of sides. He was always up and playing good footy against the best teams. I think that's really promising for an English half in his very first season. In a controversial season too, I mean, it wasn't a normal season. It's been, it was really tough for him. Imagine coming to Australia for your first season and it's during COVID. It'd be brutal, I reckon, especially being in the camera team. You're spending so much time on buses, travelling around, waiting in... Now, waiting in grandstands for three hours before games. I think you're going to see the very best out of Georgie Williams this year. I'm really excited for him. Okay, my lock forward, it's sort of going against what I believe the lock forward role should be used in, but this team's a little bit different. They've got they've got so many key creative ball players uh, in their key positions that I would be willing to use the lock forward jersey here on Joseph Tapanay. I think the back end of 2020, you started to see the ability this kid has. I remember when he was a young bloke at the Newcastle Knights and he was just untouchable and it's... We've seen little little snips of it over the last few years, but I think 2021 is going to be the year that Joseph Tapanay really explodes into the player we've all been waiting for him to become. So he'd be my third aim. On the left edge, I'd have Elliot Whitehead, uh, a guy that was unbelievable last year. He's one of those guys that's... The stuff he does well, it doesn't always appear in stats. So you sort of you get to the end of a game and you go, okay, 28 tackles, eight hit-ups, eh, you know, not overly impressive. But if you actually watch the game... He's fantastic in defense. He's always backing up. He's all about the effort areas. He's like Charles Nickel Clockstead. He's a real leader in this club. He'd be starting for me on the left edge. Out on the right edge, obviously, Johnny Bateman has left the building, so there's a big hole being left there. For me, I would be playing Harawir and Naira here. I think he's going to have a big season. I think that all the stuff at Canterbury has been put behind him. I've spoken to him a couple of times via Instagram, and he just loves it down in Canberra. He is just enjoying himself so much. 
getting away from the big smoke and being in this, you know, I, I, I wouldn't just say community there. Even though it's a footy team, it really is a community down there. They've got something special culture-wise down there. I think he's going to have a massive season on the right edge for the Canberra Raiders. Up front, uh, I would start with Ryan James, obviously coming down from the Gold Coast Titans. Has had a lot of injury problems over the years. Uh, we all saw... On social media and whatnot, he's returned to preseason training this year a lot earlier to work with the 21s. For a guy of experience, I mean, he was a club captain for two or three years over the last few years of the Gold Coast Titans. So for him to arrive in Canberra, show up to work with the under-21s, I think that's saying a lot about this guy. I've always been a huge fan of him. I remember watching him come down with the Titans to play SG Ball. It must have been 10 years ago now. He's a monster then. He's a monster now. And if he just gets a good injury run, I think he's going to have a fantastic season. I would have him as a starting prop, along with Josh Papali, who for me is the best front rower in the game, Josh Papali. Um, I've spoken about him a lot over the last 18 months. I probably don't need to say too much more, but he picks himself there. Best front rower in the game for me, and the real, you know, the the low-key beating heart of the Canberra Raiders. When, they, when the big moments come, Josh Papali stands up each and every time. My hooker would be Josh Hodgson returning from an ACL injury. Going to be interesting to see how he goes. I've spoken about him a little bit. When he was injured for the Raiders, the Canberra Raiders needed Josh Hodgson. They've sure to sown now that they can get by without him. So I'm expecting to see the very best out of Josh Hodgson. I saw Brett Finch the other day tipped him to win the Dalian medal. Um, I don't think he'll get to those heights, but I think you'll see really good footy out of Josh Hodgson. He's got a challenge in front of him for the first time since he's arrived at the Raiders, essentially. So I'm really excited to see it. Obviously, he's coming off an ACL injury. He's walking back into a game that is faster than it ever has been, that is more suited to the guy on the bench, Tom Starling. He's got running halves. He's got halves that are ready to hit the peak of their career. So I think he's got to let go a little bit. It's going to be interesting to watch, but I'm expecting big things out of Joshy Hodgson. On the bench, 14, I would have Tom Starling. I would have him coming on uh, in little bits and pieces. They've got a really fit, big forward pack that can handle big minutes, so you can afford to carry a Starling. I'd be using him as a mix-up with Josh Hodgson. I think it would work really well. Defensively, he's fantastic too. Tommy Starling. Next man is number 15. I think he's going to have a massive season. I think Ricky Stewart would be filthy that this guy's not in his starting team, but he'd be happy because he's got this much depth that he can use this guy's impact. I thought he was the best player on the field in the back end of their season in 2020, especially in the finals when he played as a middle Hudson Young. Um, I've been talking about this guy for two years now. Yes, he, he has some shit in his game. Don't get me wrong. There will be the eye gouge. There will be the brain explosion. But this kid can really play. He's got a lot of abilities. A kid that really excites me. I've I got the impression I heard Ricky Stewart talking the other day on Finchie's podcast. He really likes Hudson Young. Yeah, and he stood by Hudson Young through some pretty some pretty average shit that he's done. So he's one of his favorites. Just as Jack Whiten was, and you know, we can all see where Jack Whiten is now. I think Hudson Young, he's going to turn into a premier forward in our game over the next two years. 16, I've I've got Mr. Experience here, Sia Soliola. He's a guy that's been with Ricky Stewart. I mean, uh, Ricky would have been coaching Sia when he was coming out of Marcelin, uh, what, 10 years ago? Even more. T- 2005, 2006, I'd say. The Roosters, when he was coming out of high school, Ricky Stewart had him then. He was a centre back then. You'll remember that night that Ruben Wicky absolutely clobbered him in that blackout game. Uh, but he's turned into a really reliable forward, CSL. He brings a lot of experience. Um, he's really big for this team. I think they really missed him last year when he had his jaw injury. I think when he walks back in, he's going to be sensational for some of these younger guys. And number 17, mate, it was really hard here because there's a number of guys I had to leave out. I went for Corey Horsburgh. I think that if he wasn't injured that night against Parramatta, um, I think he would have played Origin last year, and I think he would have been a real success story. Um, I really like Corey Horsburgh. I think he'll play Origin next year. He's a sensational footballer. And, 
you know, we all want to bag Darius Boyd because apparently he doesn't have passion. We, you know, we bag guys because they they laugh and they smile after a loss. But then you all, you also all bagged Corey Horsburgh when he walked off the field crying. And I mean, that is passion. That is raw passion. He wants to be out there for his team. He wants to be winning games of footy for Canberra. So, you know, pick and choose which way you want to have it. Do you want him to have passion or not? And for me... I would have a guy like Corey Horsburgh in my team every day of the week. He is passion through and through. Now, that's my 1-17, to and, I mean, I've got a list here of guys that haven't made this team. I mean, as far as the forwards go, I've got Emre Guler, I've got Ryan Sutton, um, Havili's a back rower slash hooker. I mean, they've got three premium hookers there. Uh, Dinamis Louis for me, I, I don't know if he's going to make it or not. They've just got such a strong forward pack, but he could go from playing for the Queensland Maroons to not making first grade in round one, to be honest with you. Um, I mean, to have that sort of depth is unbelievable. Out in the backs, you got uh, the young bloke, Semi, that was playing on the wing last year. you got Aitkins, who's arrived from the Penrith Panthers. Really solid footballer there. Harley Smith-Shields, Tomoko, Sebastian Chris, as I mentioned. The depth in this team is unbelievable. And then in the halves, you've got two guys that I really like. I think they're extremely underrated. you got Matt Frawley. Uh, he spent some time at the Canterbury Bulldogs. Made his way over to England and since has arrived back at the Canberra Raiders. He's a halfback that I really like. If they get a couple of injuries, I'm telling you right now, you could do much worse than to have Matt Frawley. He was just in a very average system at Canterbury. This guy can play, though. And then the other man who, uh, when they rested all their guys against the Cronulla Sharks at the back end of the season, this guy came in. I believe he captained the club for that game, which says a lot. Sam Williams. Obviously, the brother of our uh, good mate of the podcast, Timmy Williams, from the Supercoach Playbook. And Sam Williams is an extraordinary seven as well. He's, you know, if you need a guy for depth, he's amazing. And, you know, I've heard a bit of talk about what he did last season where he was essentially coaching their opposition. So he would watch tape of the teams they were playing against that weekend and watch how they attacked. And then he would get the remaining players in their their 30-man squad to play an opposed session against the Canberra Raiders in the style that they play, and he would sort of play the role of the halfback or the 5'8", which is, you know, that sort of stuff is invaluable. This squad, 1-30, to is unbelievable. I, I think the sky's the ceiling for them. I've already tipped them to make it to the grand final. I think the Melbourne Storm will beat the Canberra Raiders in the grand final, but this Canberra team, they are in for a massive season. I think Ricky Stewart will be really excited about it. The one negative I can think of, and I spoke about this the other day, is that they're not going to have a reserve-grade team playing in New South Wales Cup or Queensland Cup. They're going to be playing A-grade, which for me is a little bit of a worry, but I'm sure Ricky Stewart, he'll get the siege mentality out of them, but it definitely is a, a, a disadvantage for them. It's nowhere near as much of a disadvantage as what they had last season during the peak of COVID, but it's definitely not a positive, so it'll be interesting to see how they maintain that. Thankfully, they have got this amazing depth. If their depth was average and they were sending you know, lesser players back to play you know, park footy, essentially, I'd be a lot more worried. But, you know, it sort of it, it sort of does not ruin, but it, it brings down the amazing depth they have that they won't be playing in a high-standard comp. But Ricky Stewart will deal with it. He's a fantastic coach. John Bateman's left the building. Things are going to get a little bit harder, but I think you've got a lot of guys that are coming into the peak of their careers over the next two or three years. For the Canberra Raiders, I am really excited. Mom 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.